Welcome to Mortgage Broker Acceleration with James Vagley and Ash Playstead. Being a successful mortgage broker is not just about offering great rates and great service. You need to become the best marketer, leader and strategist to outthink your competition. If you want to grow your mortgage business and do it smarter, keep listening. If you want to accelerate even faster, visit www.brokerworkshop.com. That's brokerworkshop.com. Now, let's accelerate. Here's James and Ash. Hey, everybody. It's James Vagley here, and welcome to another episode of the MBA podcast. This episode is about the stress of success, and I'm super excited, Ash, to dive into this one with you. How are you today? Yeah, really, really good, James, and I'm excited about this one too because it's it's really counterintuitive. Um, so yeah, looking forward to it. It is, and you know, listeners, whether you are successful or not as successful as you wish, and success is a random term anyway, but it is counterintuitive because a lot of people will look at those they consider successful and think that they've got it made, and It's not often until you are in the shoes of someone that is quote unquote successful that you realize that it is actually incredibly stressful from a number of different angles. And I wanted to dedicate this episode to talking about this, Ash, because the more and more successful you become, the more stress and that you encounter. And in actual fact, it's different to what most people think. Um, so, you know, when you're less successful, things are simple. You know, if you have a simple one-person business, mortgage-broking business, it's just you. Um, yes, there's still stress there, there's day-to-day unknowns, but the more your mortgage business grows, the more successful you become. In fact, the higher the stress and the different stress, because not only do you end up with the stresses of a growing business, because you now have overheads and staff and responsibilities. But here's something that our listeners might not have thought about. The stress of success being around the fact that when you become more successful, you have more choice and freedom. And in some ways, sometimes people don't actually know what to do with that choice and freedom. That's stress. And then here's an angle that a lot of you may not have thought about is when you become more and more successful, your lifestyle becomes different. You are sticking your neck out a little bit more than everybody else. So let's say your family, your friends, your colleagues, the people that you grew up with, maybe you'll struggle to relate to them because you might be earning a lot more money. You might have a lot more choices and freedoms than other people you know, and you may realize that you struggle to relate to them, which of course can be stressful too. So they're the angles I wanted to attack this from, Ash. What are some of the angles you see when we talk about the stress of success? Yeah, that's a really, really good question and it's a really important topic. And I actually think that this topic plays into significantly the high levels of um, less than optimal mental health in the mortgage industry. And there's, there's reasons for that. A couple of, couple of things, James, to your question. Number one, I think so many people model their or pursue their own success based on a model of success they see being or they perceive somebody else has. 
So for, you've mentioned it before, you know, the industry, uh, you know, uh, perpetuates, you know, the vision of the successful broker with lots of numbers, lots of awards, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So people tend to look at that and go, right, that's my, I don't really know what success is in this industry. So I'm going to model my success on what I see um, being promoted, advertised and advocated for within the industry. So, you know, in some ways there is some logic to that. But the problem is that you start to make decisions based around that. You start to go forward in that direction. You start to drift away from what truly makes you happy as a person. And I think a lot of mortgage professionals end up in this place, that they end up in a position of the perception of success but having no real connection with their own happiness, with what they really want as a person, what suits them and their family and their particular personality, their particular skills, their particular life experience. So this stress of success often comes from pursuing somebody else's version of success rather than going inwards and working out what your own version of success looks like and then pursuing that. That is one reason. Um, and that's that's worth exploring. Um, you know, th there are other reasons. Um, often um, success brings the very thing that a lot of people are trying to get away from. And I'll repeat that. Success in mortgage broken, broking often brings the one thing that many people were trying to get away from. And listeners, you might be thinking, well, what the heck is that? It is autonomy. It is self-determination. It is no longer answering to the man or somebody else. It is being in total control of your own decisions, your own destiny, your own day-to-day -day movements and activities. That is often what attracts people away from what I would loosely call the prison of organised workplace, whether you used to work in a bank or somewhere else where you've been told what to do and, it's bit, you know, and you're sick of it and you just want to go and do your own thing. So you do, you get into mortgage broking and you're excited, it's fantastic, I'm in total control. But at some point, success comes, hopefully. And then with that success comes, okay, I need to build a team, I need to do things. And all of a sudden, you're suddenly drifting away from the reason you got into broking, which was to be independent and totally self-reliant on your own energy, your own decisions, your own actions. So that is another reason why a lot of, I think a lot of brokers end up in a very awkward situation where their their success becomes something that forces them back into a direction they're not careful that they got into that they got into broken to get away from, which is feeling trapped, feeling obligated, feeling as though you know you've got to make decisions based on other people's happiness rather than your own. All of those reasons that people got into broken in the first place, they can easily come back to you. Uh, when success comes, if you're not careful, and you know, I see it a lot. Yeah, exactly. So it's a little bit like being careful what you wish for. A lot of people wish for more and more, greater and greater success, but aren't often prepared for what that means or entails, which is being responsible for team and clients, being responsible for payroll, and you know. Being in a successful position in life means that your life changes and you become different from a lot of other business owners and your friends and family. And I think a lot of people aren't prepared for that. So what I'd actually like to do, Ash, is maybe pivot a little bit and let's talk about reducing success 
stress because uh, I think the first part of this conversation which we've covered is around, well, um, most people see those that are successful and want that but don't really realise what that means. I think we've covered that. So when our listeners get there and they start achieving new levels of success, what are some of the things that, you know, from my experience and your experience, what we've helped our clients do, what are some of the things we can share with our listeners in terms of, well, we know that there are going to be stresses in becoming more successful. How can we mitigate those or deal with those so that we can become successful? Because we don't want people to be fearful of being successful. We want to become successful knowing what we're going for and reducing those uh, stresses along the way. So what are some of the things we can do, you think, and share with our listeners? Well, there's a lot, James, but number one, you know, is to define your own version of success. This is really, really important. And I think it's not addressed enough. Um, It's obviously something that we do very, very, um, you know, deeply with our clients. But I would say, James, you know, out of every broker I speak to, whether they be clients we work with or, or, or brokers generally, and if I was to ask the question, you know, tell me exactly what your version or vision of success looks like from a year or two down the track, very few people can actually answer the question. Very, very, very few. Even smart, intelligent, successful people are like, what's your perfect business look like? you know, how you spend your time, the money you make, you know, the direction you're going, what, how you spend your day. Very, very few people have an answer to that question. And, and that's not um, a negative. That's just normal behaviour. Um, but never really sat down and, I guess, thought through what their version of success looks like. So the number one place is to work out what your version of success looks like, to give yourself something that you're aiming for And that needs to be a combination of financial, but also what you enjoy doing the most, both inside work and outside work. And then keep it fairly simple. Those are the two things. How much money per month do you need to do everything that you would love to do in life, including paying your bills, investing, and uh, putting some aside, etc. Then how would you like to spend your time? What makes you happy? Then... Every decision that you make coming back to the present day needs to be anchored to that outcome. Right? I really want to make that point. That is really the source, I guess, if you were to say, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of symptoms of the stress of success. The source of nearly all of them is, a, uh, I guess, a distortion or a dislocation between what success looks like for that individual and the actions and direction they're taking in the current time. And the really, truly happy people are the ones where the two are very closely aligned. So that, that would be my, I guess, my primary insight, uh, James. Um, and then that feeds off to all of the other sort of, I would call tributary or other stresses, which are time-related nearly always. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there are stresses in this industry. We, we know, like any, any business, any industry, dealing with lenders, delays, the stresses of clients which you carry with you because you've not only got your own stresses in this industry, you've got all the stresses of all your clients and all the stakeholders that are relying on a positive and timely loan outcome. So you carry all those stresses. If you've got a team, you've got those stresses. You've got your own stresses. 
So, you know, is it any wonder that success, um, despite bringing monetary benefits, can actually bring a whole bucket load of other stresses? So all these things feed into, I guess, taking a direction that is anchored towards your version of success. And it is different for everybody, James. So, you know, for anybody listening to this, you know, where I would start would be, you know, take some time away and actually do it with somebody else if you need external advice or do it on your own. It's to actually document your version of success. And I challenge everybody to do that. It's actually harder than it sounds. Yeah, I, I definitely would agree with that. And I think defining your version of success, that's clearly the starting point is to even know what success looks like for you and what your end game is because we know that as you become more successful, you need to know what that's going to look like and you need to know what you're going to do when you get there. So as you said, define what that looks like. What does your ideal life or business look like? What what actually makes you happy um, and who do you even want to be or become in that process? They're the, they're the key things you need to know. And then from a reducing stress point of view in terms of your business, because as you become more successful as a mortgage broker business owner, you're going to be more responsible for team. You'll be responsible for clients. There'll be more pressure to manage team and deliver and get things done. So it becomes incredibly important to make sure you have a super clear, actionable plan that gives you the confidence that you can push the business forward. If everything's inside of your head, relies on you, then it's incredibly stressful to hold it all together. But if you and your team are clear because you're working to a plan, you've, you're across your numbers uh, in the business and your business is systemized and automated, then the stresses of a growing mortgage business are reduced because you've got confidence in the systems and the plan and the team and you know your numbers. So don't you think, Ash, there's sort of two sides to this. It's Oh, yes. Yeah, it's making sure you know what you want and making sure that when you get it, it's not going to consume you. Oh, totally. Look, an, an interesting, um, I guess, uh, sort of side topic to that, James, is, and we see this a lot, is often when people achieve the success that they've been going for, the things they thought, thought they would want when they got there turn out to be different from what they actually want when they get there. This is one of those, and you, you said it there, and I, I want to go back to what you said. The journey of building a successful business is as much about who you become doing it as it is about the physical accoutrements of success. And this is often what we find with people is the fear of change and the fear of transformation is what holds them back. And I would encourage anybody listening, make that mindset shift and being open to the fact that when you get to the success you want by taking the actions, following the guidance, staying resolving and disciplined and determined, when you get there, often what you thought you would want when you get there shifts off into the distance and you find you want different things. But the really, really happy part of that story is that, that from that position, you have the freedom of choice to do whatever it is that you may happen to want, whether it was what you thought you wanted or whether it was something else. 
you know, that choice becomes available to you, but it's never, ever going to be available to you if you stay where you are and you're resistant to change. So, you know, this stress of success is like, I guess it's evolutionary, James. I mean, you know, um, we're all byproducts of our environment and the stresses around us shape us and they shape our business into what it is. So it's a natural part of the journey to success is the, uh, is I guess the acceptance of stress and the obtaining of solutions to that stress as you keep moving forward. So that's one of the mindset shifts that I would also make uh, or suggest that anyone makes is see stress as an opportunity to address a challenge, fix it, and move forward rather than something to be avoided. Um, so I, I do believe that stress is something that I guess gets a bad name. Stress if you have a mindset shift that I'm talking about, James, can actually be perceived as a good thing. It's an opportunity for you to identify what you need to be focusing on that you might have been ignoring. And yes, of course, as you said, you know, business, family, friends, uh, the things that are around us that defined us within that fishbowl, they do change a little bit. But at the end of the day, I think the most important thing is that you're doing what's right for you. And if your family and friends are truly family and friends, they will support you occasionally you might drift away from um, people because you're focused on your own path rather than following a path that somebody else may have uh, wanted you to follow, shall I say. And I think we can all relate to feeling that pressure in life that we should be following a certain path that other people see as successful as opposed to our own version. Yeah, 100%. I mean, if I was to summarise for me, it's it's really just about, and thanks for all that, that was awesome. And yeah, I think for me, it's just about clarity because if we know the stresses of success are around the stresses of a growing business and, and, and who you're becoming in that process, well, if you're really clear about what you need to do in your business and who you are, then, and you stay true to those things, then you're super clear on who you are and who you're going to be and you're super clear what you need to get done in your business. It's all out of your head. Uh, there are far less stresses, but what we do see far too often, of course, is those that become successful get crushed under the weight of that success because they're keeping it all into themselves. They're, they don't like who they're becoming or forced to become and their business all relies on them and it's all inside their head and they feel trapped and that can be avoided by, as we talked about in this, ep this episode, define your success, have a real clear plan for your business so you can just get it done and make sure you design all that so that you are doing it with your ideal life and what makes you happy in mind. Because as we said at the start, you know, be careful what you wish for. Uh, make sure you wish for the right things and build it and design it so that you get what you want and not succumb to stress of success. So I love this episode. We could probably talk about it for hours, Ash, um, but I think that our listeners will have one or two things to ponder and take away from here. Yep. I'll, uh, my wrap-up on this, James, is um, maybe to pose a question. And the question would be, if I said to you, James, or to anyone listening, go out for the next two, three, four years and put your mind and body through physical discomfort and pain every day 
and I don't tell you why I'm asking you to do it, how well do you think you can stick at those habits without knowing the reason why? I'm assuming not for very long and it would just it would just be pain and discomfort for no reason. However, if I ask you to put your p- mind and body through pain and discomfort for the next two, three, four years, and the reason is at the end of it, you can get selected for the Olympics and compete for a gold medal and perhaps win a gold medal. Does that change the context of the reason you're putting yourself through pain and discomfort? The same in business. So stress, the stresses of success need to be contextualized against what it is that you're trying to achieve. So it's very important to understand where you're going and your reasons why. Then the stresses and discomfort come into sharp contrast or sharp relief about why you're doing them and why you should deal with them rather than just being stressed for no good reason. Yeah, 100%. Love it, Ash. Uh, Listeners, plenty to think about and ponder as you grow your mortgage business and grow your success as well. Uh, Plenty to think about. Uh, As always, you can join us in the comments. Please rate and share this episode so that other brokers can benefit from it as well. Uh, Feel free to join the conversation with us on any social medias. And of course, if you want to dive a little bit deeper with us, we've got some great resources, training and tools and calculators and things like that on brokerworkshop.com. Or of course, you can check us out online and book a chat with one of our team and we can maybe help you grow your business faster like we do with our clients. Ash, great conversation and uh, can't wait till we hook up again next week. Loved it, James. Next time. See you. Bye for now. Thanks for joining this episode of Mortgage Broker Acceleration. It's now time to grow your mortgage business, your income and your lifestyle too. If you want to accelerate and learn from the best, head over to brokerworkshop.com and join the next deep dive training with James and Dash. That's www.brokerworkshop.com. Until next time, go get them.